0: Historical context, Ukraine, the second largest country in Europe, is also one of the newest. Being born out of the dissolution of the Soviet Union in 1991, Ukraine has had a rocky start, especially now as they're at war with Russia over the Crimea territory. Ukraine is located in Eastern Europe, below Belarus, west of Russia, and east of Poland, Slovakia, Hungary, Romania, and Moldova. Ukraine has a very diverse landscape. The western regions feature alpine-like sections of the Carpathian Mountains. Its coastline stretches across the Black Sea, where the climate is subtropical, but the majority of Ukraine consists of fertile plains and plateaus, also known as steppes. Once called the breadbasket of Europe, Ukraine was one of the largest exporters of grain in Europe during the duration of the Soviet Union, but they are also a large producer of petroleum and natural gas. Religiously speaking, Ukraine is very secular, During the reign of the Soviet Union, religion was drastically looked down upon. As part of its anti-religious campaigns, the Soviets enacted a significant body of legislation that regulated and restricted religious practices. But even with that, 70% of Ukrainians identify as Orthodox Christians. Ukraine is an emerging free market, and like other post-Soviet era countries, economic growth fell immensely for 10 years. As of 2017, Ukraine has a GDP of $472 billion, and is ranked the 65th country in GDP earnings. Ukraine has a staggeringly low unemployment rate of 1.5%, considering a country with over 44 million people living in it. And as of 2011, only 30.3% of people had access to the internet, and 56% of kids had access to preschool education according to the francis carson cross the ukrainian schooling system is so poor and corrupt for its students and now 80 percent of ukrainians believe there is a serious corruption problem in their country that has been growing in the past two years many believe that officials aren't doing anything to solve it either if the situation continues to worsen countries around the world could be expecting another wave of ukrainian immigration which leads us into our next topic when did the most recent wave of ukrainian immigration start Since there's always a stream of immigrants from all around the world coming to the U.S., including Ukrainians, there hasn't really been a mass immigration since the end of World War II. After the Nazis were defeated in 1945, many people were displaced, both in German and Soviet-occupied territories. Instead of going back to the Ukrainian territories, which were repressed by the Soviet Union, they moved to the United States. Originally, many moved to the U.S. for a short time until they deemed it safe to return, but many people didn't make it back in their lifetimes. Even after Stalin's death, successor Nikita Khrushchevsky was, in many Ukrainians' opinions, just as bad or even more nefarious than Stalin in the acts done to the Ukrainian people. With his involvement in the Great Purge and killing of the weak in Ukraine, it wasn't until the dissolution of the Soviet Union and the creation of the Ukrainian state did people move back, Until then, the 80,000-plus refugees who were sent to America had to make a living for themselves. They were mostly confined to large cities like New York, Philadelphia, Chicago, Detroit, and many others. When they arrived, they weren't treated as well in the eyes of the Irish, English, and Welsh, as they were considered strike breakers. Ukrainians were also one of the first groups of people who were mass immigrated to the U.S. who didn't speak English and not to their benefit, they grouped themselves up together into communities, which isolated them from the rest of America. But that didn't last long, as for their children picked up the language and customs quickly from schools and playing with American kids. Ukrainians weren't free of discrimination either. Many were called hunkies, having come from the Hungarian part of the Austrian Empire, or bohunks, which is a derivative for bohemians. And as of now, according to the U.S. Census, in 2006, there's a little over 960,000 Ukrainian-Americans in the U.S., which represent only 0.33% of the United States citizens. And even if Ukrainian-Americans only make up 0.33% Americans, they still are valued as United States citizens. Understanding these people's cultures, stories, and heritage can bring us together. It gives us a newfound respect for the hardships and perseverance these people overcame to immigrate here. And what better way to truly understand an immigrant's experience than by a personal story?